Billy Napier has arrived in Gainesville, so all is well again. We'll talk about his press conference, his contract, and the Florida Gators women's basketball game versus TCU yesterday, only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you make it Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day, available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. Happy Monday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com. You can find all of my written work. So, be sure to check that out. If you can't tell, I'm feeling pretty dang sick today. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit of a quicker episode. Hopefully I'll be in top shape at some point this week. We'll see. But talking about Billy Napier's arrival, let's start off with, you know, Thursday we talked about offensive coordinator candidates. It appears that if we have an offensive coordinator, it won't be a play-calling offensive coordinator, that Billy Napier will call the offensive plays, and he will also be the quarterback's coach. He will have an offensive analyst with him to help him figure that out. We, of course, don't know who that is yet. Billy Napier also said that he's bringing over Patrick Tony as a defensive coordinator or co-defensive coordinator. We just know he's assistant. He's an assistant that he's carrying over. He was a defensive coordinator at Louisville, uh, Louisiana, so I don't know why that would change here. I do think he'll just be the defensive coordinator. He's also bringing Jabbar Juliki, who will be an offensive assistant in some capacity. Previously, he was the assistant head coach and the running backs coach at Louisiana. We don't know those specific roles yet. We just know that those are the two key assistants he's bringing with him from Louisiana. Mark Hawk will come in to run the strength and conditioning program. And um, as unfortunate as that is for Florida Gators players, they very much like the Nick Savage. It appears that, uh, bye-bye, that Nick Savage is gone. Hawk has experience at Bama, Georgia, Texas A&M, and Florida State, which we hate that part, but of course I he's here now. Napier will be the offensive coordinator and the quarterback's coach, so that frees up a staff spot that Napier will use to have two offensive line coaches. He said that he will have an offensive line coach and an assistant offensive line coach, and Billy Napier put an insane amount of, um, I want to say, attention towards building this offensive line and defensive line and edge and winning in the trenches. You know, he put a ton of emphasis on the importance of winning in the trenches and building the program. He said it's a talent acquisition business, and that is what he's looking forward to doing. We know that he's started recruiting a little bit. He's had a couple conversations with players and he is going on the road today to continue his recruiting while he will also be building his staff on the road, which is of course, no easy feat in of itself, but that's what he's doing. And I mean, we know that Florida, since hiring Billy Napier, has worked with 2023 running backs. They've met with 2023 players, 2022 players. Florida, while waiting for Billy Napier's announcement to be the head coach, uh, the coaching staff, the current coaching staff, was recruiting for Florida still, notably Christian Robinson, Billy Gonzalez, were all out there recruiting very often. And I mean, some big names too, like Shamar James, a linebacker out of Alabama, who was a Florida commit and then decommitted from Florida. So that is really fun. And Billy Napier has 7.5 
million dollars to spend on assistance. And this is something where we, we didn't know the number going into this, but we knew that Billy Napier would want to build a, a, a big coaching staff with the University of Florida. He's also got $5 million to spend on football support staff. But the $7.5 million to spend on assistance is huge for Florida because the only school that I could find that had a higher uh, assistant coach salary pool was Ohio State at $7.63 million. Alabama has $7.23 million. And schools like Michigan had like $5.4 million. So uh, Billy Napier putting this emphasis on the coaching staff, negotiating that money, that money that he could spend for the assistant coach salary pool is huge because, of course, he's someone who puts a ton of emphasis on recruiting. He's had multiple coaches with just the recruiting coordinator title added on to their current coaching spot. So Billy Napier will, of course, work that into this, into this coaching staff again. I'm sure of it. And I mean, hey, more assistant coaches, more better assistant coaches, more opportunity to bring in these high caliber recruits. This Billy Napier has been very open and very honest and very excited about bringing in all of the possible recruits he can bring in. He wants to win back the state of Florida. He's urged his current Gators players to reach out to Louisiana players and figure out what the deal is with Billy Napier. And Billy Napier is, I mean, I, I don't remember the last time that, I've seen an introductory press conference go as well as Billy Napier's introductory press conference went for the Florida Gators. He, I mean, he remained consistent from his introductory press conference with Louisiana and Florida, harping on the same things, giving the same, uh, the same principles, I guess there. So Billy Napier looking to build this Florida program up from where they currently are, which I've said already, I think the roster is pretty solid. So building this up even further is huge for the Florida Gators. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about PrizePix? PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and I know you will too. PrizePix offers every sport you can think of. This is going to be slower than usual. I'm talking NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. PrizePix offers all the college football props that you can't find anywhere else and more college football props than anywhere else. You can even cover star players from the Power Five like Jacob Copeland and Damian Pierce, as well as smaller school players that you've never heard of, although you've heard of them if you've listened to this, like Bryant Kobach and Bryce Mitchell. So Toledo players there. Um, so prize piece allows mixed sport entry, so you can take the over on Colin Castleton points with the under on uh, Jacob Copeland catches. Why not? In this same entry, don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com or go to your app store and download the app today. Prizepix is daily fantasy made easy. And now, I already spoke about this briefly, but I will repeat it. Uh, Billy Napier, looking at his contract, he has $7.5 million to spend on his assistant coach salary pool. So again, that is the second highest number that I could find only behind Ohio State, and it was only $0.13 million behind Ohio State. It was almost, or it was $2 million higher than Michigan. It's about $300,000 more than Alabama currently spends, $270,000 to be exact than Alabama spends on their assistant coach pool. So Billy Napier is looking to build a strong staff and a deep staff in Gainesville. He also has another $5 million to spend on his support staff for the football team, which could be a wide variety of things that we are going to figure out. And it's going to be interesting to see how he spends that money. I'm assuming part of that will go towards recruiting coordinators. Um, so basically, uh, if he wanted to bring on I don't me, 
as quarterbacks coach. He's a quarterbacks coach, wide receivers coach. But he also wanted me to, me to be a recruiting coordinator. He can bring me on for five hundred thousand out of his assistant coach salary pool, and five hundred thousand as a recruiting coordinator. So things like that, where play where coaches will get paid more than initially thought of, and that that's how he will do it with that support staff. Uh, Billy Napier himself is going to make seven point one million dollars this year in his salary. That number will increase by one hundred thousand dollars every season until the end of his contract. So it'll max out at $7.7 million. So that's that's a pretty penny for Billy Napier. Uh, Billy Napier will also be given two late model luxury cars, which is great for him. He gets a bunch of free tickets, uh, access to home games, away games, basketball games. So he gets a ton of free tickets for that stuff. So obviously for his friends, whatever it may be. So that's cool for him. Uh, He gets access to a stadium suite. That seats 18 people for home football games. That is his coach's suite that he will get access to. And now we're going to get to the bonuses, which uh, it's, it's going to be a little bit long-winded um, because it's already a very long list. But, of course, this not not doing well. Uh, he will make $125,000 as a bonus for making the SEC championship, which is obviously something that is very well within reach. Florida made it there in 2020. Um I mean, we thought that they might have a shot at doing it in 2021, and then uh, and then 2021 happened, and so that that didn't happen at all. He will get an additional $250,000 for winning the SEC championship, so that will be $375,000 because it's the 125 for making it and 250,000 for winning it. So there's that. Which again, I mean, that one less likely, but still very possible. Um, he will get a $100,000 bonus for making any bowl game. So that's just any bowl game that Florida makes. He will get a $100,000 bonus. He will get a $250,000 bonus for making a New Year's Six bowl game. So that is basically $350,000 there. Um, Billy Napier will get a $500,000 bonus for making a college football playoff semifinal. I would be curious to figure out uh, how this changes if, the college football playoff expands because this is essentially he gets $500,000 for making the college football playoff. If the college football playoff expands, does he still have to make a semifinal or is it still just make it and you're in or, or what it may be there? Uh, so there's that. He gets a $750,000 bonus for making the college football playoff championship game, which uh, I mean, honestly, if you could even make it, that'd be wonderful because uh, we haven't sniffed the playoff yet. So that's fun. And Billy Napier will receive a $1 million bonus for winning the national championship if he can pull that one off. But of course, um, that's pretty damn difficult to do. He also has three more bonuses. One of them, a $50,000 bonus for winning the SEC Conference Championship uh, Coach of the Year, a $100,000 bonus for the National Coach of the Year, and a $100,000 bonus for getting Florida ranked in the top 10. A few of these are somewhat realistic that could happen next year um, because this is not a team that's expected to really rebuild. It, I, or at least I think it's a team that they're going to get revamped. So I think that a few of them are realistic, such as making the SEC championship, uh, obviously making a bowl game, making a New Year's Six bowl game, um, SEC coach of the year, just given that how low expectations will, will uh, how low expectations will probably be from the media and all that stuff. And then his, exceeding those expectations by having a solid year. Um, And also the maximum bonus 
that Billy Napier can earn in any given year is $1.5 million. So pretty much if he wins the Natty, then he's making his $1 million for winning the Natty, and he's making $500,000 of his $750,000 for making the College Football Playoff Championship. So, yeah, he's he's got... 1.5 1.5 million is the max bonus that he can earn in any given year. Again, these are all just performance-based incentives. Uh, these were the only incentives that I saw, the only bonuses that I saw. So I do think that that is it. But I think for the most part, the huge majority of them are pretty uh, pretty attainable. Again, making the SEC championship, perhaps winning it one year, making a bowl game should happen every year, uh, making a New Year's Six bowl game should happen most of the years. Uh, college football semifinal would be wonderful. Championship would be wonderful. Winning the championship would be wonderful. Uh, again, I think that coach of the year is very possible just from him, again, exceeding these expectations that will not be high on him early on because this was a rough year for Florida. Um, so typically when a team fires their coach and hires a new one, there's not a ton of great expectations on that team. But I think Billy Napier can make it happen as soon as this year. Anybody else make money this weekend? I know I didn't. Um, that's just, I also, I'm upset that I won't be able to do the anything thing. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Obviously, Florida sucking this year has really screwed me over. Thanks for that, Florida. Thanks for that, Dan Mullen. Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. With real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, it is the best way to place your bets and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bell Online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code Locked On. That is L O C K E D. No space when for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Have y'all tried Built Bar Puffs? I realize I can't even hit the try there. Um, <laughs> Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. Built Bar Puffs are delicious little snacks. I will tell you that much. If you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like me, that is no longer a problem. Built Bar is your low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and most importantly, high fiber solution. You can even enjoy Built Bar if you're keto. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, one five to get 15% off of your next order at Built or BuiltBar.com. And again, I will say, try the Built Bar Puffs. They are very good. Lemon cheesecake, ruby chocolate, slap, just saying out. Um, I, I will leave you with that. Now we'll talk about the Florida Gators women's basketball team, their game against TCU yesterday afternoon. Uh, Florida Gators women's basketball team has improved to 7-3 and three on the season following their 63-54 win over TCU. Uh, TCU, I believe, is 4-6 and six now, so not a great team. But Florida lost the first quarter by one, and then their defense just clamped up, just absolutely clamped. Even in the third quarter, uh, TCU's women basketball team only scored nine points in the entire quarter. Granted, Florida Gators women's basketball team only scored 10, so it wasn't really a separating point. The separating point was more the second quarter. But, yeah, for what could have been the dagger in the third quarter, it wasn't because Florida did not score much either, although they played tremendous defense. And Lavender Briggs and Kiki Smith. My Lord. Uh, Lavender Briggs had 22 points to lead the team in points, six rebounds, and two assists. So she was second on the team in rebounds. Kiki Smith had 12 points, 11 rebounds, and seven assists, 
leading the team in rebounds and assists and tying the team for second most points in the game. She was tied with Jordan Merritt, who played 20 minutes off the bench and again was tied for second on the team in points with 12 points and was third on the team in rebounds with five rebounds. So Lavender Briggs, Tiki Smith, Jordan Merritt, great games, really essentially carried the team here for the most part. And I will say there is still one very, very, very disappointing thing with this Florida Gators women's basketball team. And if you've listened to the show or if you've watched them play, and I think you know what that thing is. These women cannot shoot the three ball to save their lives. Uh, against TCU, the Florida Gators went two for 18 and shot a pitiful 11.1%. Two for 18 is like what I do at the park. And I suck at shooting. So that's something that has to be corrected if this team wants to continue their winning ways. Especially, I mean, Dayton this Wednesday at two. They are six and two. And then uh, Florida State on Sunday, I believe they're 23rd in the country right now. So something that really has to clean up is just being able, I mean, even if you're not going to, if you even if you just go, okay, we, we can't shoot threes and you stop attempting to shoot threes, that's way better than what you're doing. Because what you're doing is taking 18 shots and making two of them from three. And that's just unacceptable for the, for the amount of shots that you're putting up. You need to make more than two of them. That is just terrible. So even if you just abandon the three ball, so be it. But two for 18 is just awful. One thing that Florida improved on significantly since the start of the year, winning the turnover battle. Florida forced 23 turnovers from TCU and had 13 steals to win the turnover battle by a pretty sizable margin. And to really, when you got a close game like that, it's a nine-point game, a few turnovers and a few possessions difference really matters. They also won the rebounding battle, 38 rebounds to 30 rebounds. So Florida Gators women's basketball team did the dirty work that got them this win. Luckily for them, TCU didn't want to shoot the three ball often because TCU shot three for eight, which, I mean, they took 10 less threes and they made one more. So if they kept shooting, they probably could have kept this a lot closer. But Florida Gators women's basketball team, their defense was stifling for the most part, and they didn't make a ton of mistakes besides deciding to shoot a whole bunch of threes. The Gators take on 6-2 and two Dayton this Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Don't miss out on it. It's, it's certainly going to be a great game, so don't miss out on that. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Don't miss out tomorrow where we'll take a further look at this coaching staff and potential hires. Now make your second listen, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. For Locked On Gators, I am Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all my written work with Whole9Sports.com. That is W-H-O-L-E and I-N-E Sports. And I will see you all tomorrow. And hopefully I will sound better than this.